seen one too many. Now, Sid, don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos for creative Who is this? Tell me your name, I'll tell you mine. Alright, welcome everybody here in the audience and at home listening at home. Welcome to the... Welcome, welcome, welcome to another week with Horny Horror Hour, where we, you know, I'm just going to get rid of the uh, the canned intros, and let's get a little more specific, right? Yeah. Pacific? Pacific. Specific. We're going to discuss hair and all things hair related today, deep diving into lycanthropy, silver bullets, and garlic. Love it. Mm, but okay. don't those kill vampires, garlic? Is that werewolves? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Yeah, We're going to get into it. But before we do, my name is Zach. And uh, off the top, I got trapped in a car wash this week. You did? Yeah. I got woke up Sunday real early. My football team won, day, won the day before. So I was in a good mood. was going to wash the car. Bit, huh? It's not even. No, I went to the oh, vacuum place. I can't place. believe you got up early. You were fucking shit-faced when you well, left my house. I brought you a Christmas tree. And the resulting stickies... This is a bit. The sap and the scum uh-huh. got all over my back seat, so I had to go vacuum it out. You put and it in your car? Inside? My sedan. My, yeah, my 1995... In the inside. Okay. Fit. <laughs> What's the and license plate on that? It's like RFB. I'm not going to give it. Okay. But we get to the place and I get to the place. I'm alone. And there's no entrance. It's just like this gate. You go into it and then you're trapped. Like it's free to get in and vacuum your car. But then you have to go out and exit. That's where You have, you have to you. pay for a car wash. That's how they what get the you. Fuck? But, but it didn't say anything about how much the car wash was. The car wash was $9. No. Yes. $9. Is that standard? And no. it, gets, it gets worse. So the, the base car wash was $9. And I get in, and the guy's like, "Well, your antenna won't come down. They you can't tape do, it. No, he's like, you can't go through the car wash. And there's like five people behind me. Just let me leave. I'm a non-confrontationalist, and yeah. I basically was like, just take take the antenna off. And he was like, really? I was like, yeah. So he snaps my antenna off. I pay him nine dollars. I go through the car wash. <laughs> oh my fucking. And uh, yeah, now I have a very clean antennaless 1995 cream Camry. So uh, I had a I had a pretty uh, glorious stop week. H- hold on, when <laughs> when you, when you said just take the antenna off, were you imagining like just unscrew it like really quick, or did you picture him snapping it off? No, I I knew that he wouldn't be able to unscrew it off because I've tried it before and it just won't go down. So you, you I forgot told about him. it. You. Well, because I didn't think I... You asked for it. Well, I wanted to pay for just the vacuum. I didn't want the car wash. I had to get the car wash. And then I'm stuck in a lane where I'm not going to make 15 cars back up. Yeah. I just snapped off the fucking antenna. And then you went to like a masochistic adventure where you're like, just Just do it. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, I I ended up getting out of it pretty well. Yeah. But just antennaless. And the uh, the radio station still worked. Yeah. I was going to ask how you listen to your sports radio now. Oh, I still do. But... It was a glorious week, and this episode is glorious because we have a very special guest from the depths of Hades, from the shores of the sticks, the seat of my uncle's testicles. That's Oof. all accurate. Actually. We bring you the writer of woe, the stenographer of strange, the author of anarchy. We bring you this. the scribe of Satan. How are you? Today, Weeko? Satan. Doing great. pretty well. Good to be here. Yeah? Yeah. What are you been up to? Oh, there, we do bits here? Oh, God. There's no bits. Uh, I'm just oh. asking you, how's your week? <laughs> I'm, I'm sick of shit. Yeah? I got a Oh, upper, you are pretty sick. Yeah, I got an upper respiratory infection. Yeah. And I'm loving it. It's really good. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I like that. I mean... Uh, so far, 2018, I've been sick every day this year. Wonderful. Wow. And miserable. So I think it's a really good just indicator of how like 
gauging how the year is going to turn out. <laughs> That's pretty wonderful. And so I, far, so good. And to remind any listeners that were uh, listening about 10 episodes ago, Scribe of Satan is a very close friend of the podcast, uh, has done a lot of quadrant of inquiry questions that are sent in. And is super handsome. And is super, super handsome. We're probably posting pictures from the session yeah. today. Oh, thank, you. Oh yeah. thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. I, you we're can't see, to. but Ash is complimenting me. Thank you. Yeah. It's so <laughs> hot in here just because of the steam of all, all of the, the relations going Oof. on. Yeah, there is a lot. But let's move on to our lovely ladies uh, how, how is your week Macias? uh my week has been pretty wild been going balls to the wall mm. um yep i think i started off 2018 i just continued new year's eve pretty much all through a couple days ago okay so now i think i'm gonna chill out and like read a book and you know do all the things that people do with the new year that sounds Take like a pretty easy, good idea down. yeah but if you start the year out with a bang like you have i, I think that is a, a much better way to start out than Scribe of Satan started out. I right? don't know. I've been sick too, probably because I've been partying so much. Well, it's it, whatever. Uh, and Ash, um, how was your week? What are you calling yourself? Um, Let's I'm, get on with I'm it. really Hurry good. Ash. Not like uh, sick at all. No, yeah. I'm not either. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. How is that, by the way? It's wonderful. It's like I'm just like, like living a normal life. Yeah. So this week I am yeah. furry ash. Furry ash. Furry ash. And when we begin to talk about this episode and doing it, uh, we started to realize that we had covered a lot of different monsters and lore, but for some reason we had escaped doing a werewolf, which is kind of weird. Yep. Like, uh, you know, you have, silver, you have silver bullets, you have all of these iconic, uh, what's the Wolfman, mm -hmm. obviously, mm -hmm. uh, but we haven't done one. So I would, we, just, I would just like to get it out there and yeah. there that I would, I would love to do a werewolf. If there's any listening out there. You want to have if sex you with wanna, a werewolf? I just, I mean, I don't want to like if, dive in. If there are any werewolves out there, please uh, contact horror at gmail.com and we will forward Hit us with the DM. That's yeah. two. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And we're, we promise to scratch that itch with this episode because today we are talking about the 1981 John Landis movie American Werewolf in London. And we're talking about the werewolf of Russia Mikhail Pofkov. Ooh, I love it when we do Russians. This is a this is a guy that may end up being a Russian uh, serial killer that's most notorious in Russian history. Cool, because right. it's still ongoing. It's super relevant. There's still news coming out. But he's still like alive. Oh, he's still oh, alive. Yeah. He's still in court for it. Um, this is just now kind of breaking in 2016, 2017. So we'll go through that. And as you can imagine, there's a lot of hair talk this week. But before we can even start loading the silver bullets and waxing our crucifixes. Oh, these transitions are so good. No, we've got a special quadrant of inquiries guest here. Yeah, straight from the scribe of Satan Still himself. Here. Yeah, Rico, what do, what do, what do we have this yeah, week? Normally, I, I'm normally on the I write seat. in questions, but since I'm here, I'm gonna the cauldron. Do point the, the gun at you. I'm gonna okay. want, the, want the want the question answered. It is so, it is my week, so I'm, I'm gonna take it. Yeah, I'm on the hot seat this week. Yeah. Okay. So we we watched uh, my big fat Greek werewolf. Yes. In the movie, right? He had a choice. Should I kill myself or should I just keep being a werewolf? Obviously, he was so confused that he wasn't really sure. So he what did the decision route of doing He didn't nothing. really make it. Was, there, was, there was no like concrete decision. Some but, argue the worst decision is indecision. Fair. Yes. But faced with the same decision, you're in the porno. You're in the porno theater. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're, in the, you're in a porno. I know it sounds weird. With werewolves. With, with a werewolf. They got the lube out. Monetize it. Okay. But I'm in the I'm in the theater yes. in the movie with uh, my friend that's dead, telling me that I need to commit suicide. Yes, or just keep um, wreaking havoc upon the population yeah. of London. So yeah, he didn't really make a decision. But if you had a choice, what decision would you make? Because 
even though you don't get a lot of benefit, like normally like werewolf things you see like, I'm super, I mean, you saw that he was happy, like he was having a good time, but he didn't have like super strength outside of it. So it's definitely a weird lore character where you yeah. don't really get the, as many benefits. You're not Wolverine. Yeah, you don't have exactly. Mind. You it's don't not have as control. easy to like parse out like, well, I'm super strong now. I'm a superhero. So I guess I'll keep it. So as but I understand. Where do, you, where do you feel? Where where do you lay? This dastardly question is based upon the premise of me either killing myself or for the good of mankind. Well, okay. So if I'm an American student and I'm in London, I got to be honest, like I'm, 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 I'm just embracing it. Uh, I'm living going, it. No You're going to get on that double decker, aren't you? No nurse. Yeah. Not no double decker. I'm going back to the slaughtered lamb. Those guys are at a party. They're yeah. drinking. They know also, they're going to protect me. Fuck those guys. I know. I, I agree. They're, they're kind of just, uh, you don't have fucking food here. How do you live? What are it, you doing? It's called enabling behavior yeah. and they're enabling those werewolves. You go there and kill them all. Yeah. No, no, no. I go yeah, there and hang out. Yeah, that's where I would go. I was a werewolf. I'd they, be like, coming after you first. The slaughtered lamb after they killed their own werewolf needed a new werewolf mascot. And that's the key to the story. And that's the key to my answer. That's the thing. Wow. And that's very... I, you respect some it. Pe- some people would think that's selfish because you're yeah. like, just kill yourself. You're, you're hurting people. But that town, it, their whole lore is They're, based around werewolves. Think about yeah, their they economy. They don't have a werewolf right now. Yeah. yeah. That is they their need economy. One. Yeah, yeah. Their whole economy is based the around... The slaughtered lamb. Yeah. The slaughtered lamb, the werewolf head. Yeah. Don't go out by the moors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have it's a cheesy beer. tourist shit, we and it's not going to work if there's not a werewolf. No food here. Yeah. Yeah, what, what's going to be? It's a great The slaughtered accent. lamb in 20 years without a werewolf, Yeah, it slaughtered itself. I think we can all agree on that. That's gold. What is a moor, by the way? The moors? Yeah. It's like an area in England. It's it's, it's like, like a, a marshland. hills, marshy. Like shrubbery. Moors murders. The moors remember murders those? happen there. Okay, yeah. if you remember in the film when they said, like directly, the scene after where they said, don't go into the moors, the place that they went. That's the that's moors. It. <laughs> it was just like dead land. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with uh, move to the village, uh, be their mascot. Really boost that economy. Boost that economy. Yeah. Because we're going to make the slaughtered lamb great again. Yeah. Mm. You know? Mm. Um, but enough with that. I think it's time to actually get into American Werewolf in London. So uh, here's a trailer to get your hair standing. Oh, goodness. Did you hear that? What was it? A coyote. There aren't any coyotes in England. <laughs> What happened to them? Oh, the police report said they were attacked by an escaped lunatic. Must have been a very powerful man. Jack and I were not attacked by a man. It's an animal. A wolf. Did he say a wolf? Yes, I believe he did. Did you get a good look at the man who attacked you? Doctor, my memory is fine. It's my sanity I'm beginning to worry about. You've never had bad dreams before? Well, sure, as a kid, but never so real, never so weird. I'm going to look into your eyes. My friend Jack was just here. Your dead friend, Jack. Hi, David! He told me that I will become a monster in two days. The supernatural, the power of darkness, it's all true. Please believe me. Believe what? That tomorrow night, beneath the full moon, I'll sprout hair and fangs and eat people? You'd be surprised what horrors a man is capable of. Are you all right now? 
the hell know. I'll let you know the next full moon. I'm a werewolf. You're gonna change. You'll kill people. You'll become... I know. A monster. David, don't lose control! Control? What control? David, I can help you. No, I'm not safe to be with. You gotta stay away from me. So this movie starts off with two best buds, David Kessler and Jack Goodwin, Goodman. Uh, they're just backpacking across Britain and one night they get attacked by a werewolf. Jack dies, but David is only wounded and wakes up three weeks later in a London hospital. Can we, can we stop for a second? Jack just doesn't die. He yeah. actually sees him and then leaves him and runs away. Yeah, and then he like, takes off and well, then he, it's like an second. afterthought. He's like, oh, fuck, Jack. Oh, Jack. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Who would you do the same thing? I don't know, man. If you're going to he, run, then just cut and run. In. You got to commit. It's fight or flight. Hold on, no. Great idea, though, because that boy came back. So if he kept yeah. running, he'd be like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, he did come mm-hmm. back. I yeah. mean, the wolf went straight for his neck. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. like Your friend do. is dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys, yeah. let her get through it for sure. fuck's All right. sake. So anyway, he wakes up three weeks later in a London hospital. Um, he starts having some pretty wild dreams, and he's visited by the very real zombie corpse of his dead friend. Jack. And when the full moon hits, things start to get even stranger. Yeah. So John Landis is the director. He actually wrote the script when he was 18. I could tell. Yeah. He was a PA on Kelly's Heroes in former Yugoslavia. Um, Yeah. Pretty interesting. Him and another crew member were driving on location and saw like a camp of gypsies performing a burial ritual for a man that had died. But in an effort to keep him from rising from the grave, they like buried him feet first with like a bunch of garlic because he was like oh. really freaked out that he was going to come back to life. So they because watched he, all this like shit a, happen. He thought it was a werewolf. I don't know. But he. Garlic? Yeah. So that's where he got the inspiration from this movie is like when he was like just driving yeah, with his that. friend. He's like, all right, well, that, that's I'm going to make a movie about that. In Yugoslavia. Yeah. So, I mean, he shelved the idea for for a decade because he didn't have any fucking money. But um, Landis made his name in Hollywood for his films Schlock. 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 Say it. Feels good. Schlock. Schlock. Never saw it. I never saw it. Um, it. You might know him for Animal House. Animal House. Yeah. And the Blues Brothers. That's great. Never heard of it. What? Oh, you've we you've talked about it earlier. Animal House? Are you kidding me? This movie definitely is that feels furry like movie? it. Describe it saying you no. know what Animal House is. Animal House? That's the one with all the animals. Yeah, it's like right. Animal Just Farm. like that. Um, that's the movie where George there's Orwell. a whole city full of animals. Right. And one is that's, a cop and he, he's a bunny. Absolutely yeah. correct. Yes. Um, yes. A lot of p- producers were initially put off by his idea for the werewolf movie. You don't say. They didn't know. They were like, it's too scary to be a comedy, but it's too funny to be a horror film. Um, but they alas. wrong on both. It was picked up. So we have this badass, clever director, but many argue that the real showstopper of the film was the special effects designer, creator, Rick Baker. I'm 100% behind that. We've oh, talked yeah. about Rick Baker before, though, yeah. right? 
Baker's a god in the special effects world. It was this movie that he won an Academy Award for Best Makeup, and it's the first movie to win an Academy Award for Best Makeup. Right. Oh, really? Ever. Yeah. Wow. I thought that was pretty fucking that dope. That's really cool. He later went on to receive 11 more nominations and seven more wins. Um, you may know him. His first big gig was an assistant to the special effects veteran Dick Smith in The Exorcist. Fuck yeah. Oh, Could Dick you imagine? Smith. That's like your first real... Like, like job is the working exorcist. on the fucking exorcist yeah. doing special effects. Yeah. Yeah. They made Reagan look awesome in that. Uh-huh. Uh, a few other fun movies he worked on was Star Wars, uh, The Howling, Videodrome, Batman Forever. Hold on. He was on The Howling. So he had previous oh, or. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess prior uh, yeah. Wolf experience. He actually was um, working on The Howling. Wow. While oh. he got a call back from John Landis, who's like, no, come back. I, I actually have money now to do this movie. So he's like, fuck the howling. And he really? left the howling. Damn, I already and, got this wolf face. Yeah. So wow. uh, what's his name? Rob Botton. He yeah. went and picked up doing the howling when uh, Rick Baker left. Special effects drama yeah. going on yeah, over yeah. here. I like um, it. So, yeah, Rick Baker did Frighteners. Fuck yes. Love that movie. He did The Ring. But, I mean, I could go on for hours. The this, Ring, wow. This man has quite a resume. Uh, the budget was $10 million, And the opening weekend in the U.S. totaled over $3.7 million in August 1981. The total worldwide gross was over $60.6 million. I'd say wow. this movie made out pretty damn good. Oh, nice. yes. I would imagine when I was watching the movie, it had to have a higher budget because when you do something like shut down Piccadilly Circus to do like a chase scene. Oh, we'll get to that. Oh, will we? Because I I can imagine a lot of the budget just went for like location. Yeah. Possibly. Because the actors were no names for the most part, but I'm not going to get into that. Um, it was filmed in London, Surrey, and Wales, and Landis actually set up a free screening of the Blues Brothers for London's Metro Police Force. That's fun. Yeah, in an effort to bribe them to let him film at Piccadilly Circus. So apparently, filming there had been banned for 15 years, but this worked, so they were allowed to film there for two nights between 1 and 4 a.m. That's pretty fun. Uh, cool. yeah. I know. It was like the first movie in 15 years to like film there. Wow. Yeah. Um, so David Naughton, he played our hot young werewolf. He was also in Michael J. Fox's... Midnight Madness and Hot Dog the Movie. Hot Dog the Movie. Yeah, I've never Excuse heard me, of that. Hot dog, <laughs> I've movie. never I heard of it. Watch it now. Damn, they made hot dogs into a movie. I love those. Uh, yeah, you know what? It sounds like a great movie. I've never heard of it. Landis picked him up because he saw him in Dr. Pepper commercials. That's really interesting. Yeah, that's right. All those 27 flavors and you pick out the He's actor. like, hey, I like that guy. He's, He's handsome. He's, He's a nice be body. Movie. He's a good looking yeah, guy. Yeah, he, he looked good naked. You yeah. saw a lot of naked him. Yeah. Yeah. saw butt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got a lot, ham. You got a lot yeah. butt. Oh, ham. Almost saw the wiener. Out. Almost. <laughs> uh, Griffin Dune played David's best zombie friend, Jack Goodman. Dune was also in My Girl, Practical Magic. Oh, fuck yeah. I know. Uh, and Fierce People. He also apparently took Carrie Fisher's virginity. What? Whoa. So they had been buddies Congrats. since childhood. Hot take. Yeah. They'd been buddies since childhood, and as an act of friendship... Uh, he was her first. She considered it like a burden to be like a virgin. So they fucked wow. it. Wow. It was like a favor for that's, her. So well that's a, that's done. That's real sweet. <laughs> that's right. The oh dead God. guy that's talking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah, whatever. He was good handsome. For him. He was yeah. cute. Before he turned he into a zombie. He had a good personality. Yeah. Yeah. I liked him. Yeah. I, li- I liked him more than the main yeah. guy. Yeah. And Kessler, yeah. 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 Well, Jack did nothing wrong. He was yeah. more fun. Jack, Jack is pure. Yeah. Uh, Jenny, a gutter, a gooter, a gutter. She's a gutter. Hardly <laughs> a <knew> gutter. Her. <laughs> uh, she was sexy nurse Alice Price. Oh, I love. I loved her. She okay, was hold super on, cute. Hold on, hold on, Zach loves her. You love her. Uh, yeah, she's oh, cute. She was adorable. I, I thought she was cute. God, I just. 
didn't see it. I, I what? Went into it. I just couldn't. No. She was adorable. No. She was just so go with the flow with like his problems. I liked that about yeah. her. It wasn't about the all emotion. I'm talking about her face. Like, yeah. like oh, whatever. I'm so horny. Like, whatever. Yeah. Like, you got issues, huh? You're a werewolf? All right. Come to my house. I <laughs> loved it. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> I would totally up. be but Nurse Alice. to know like that werewolf problems were actually real. She probably was they just were, like, that's fine. I need to get fucked. You know what? All real mental health issues. She needed sex. She did need sex. Yeah. yeah, she got the sex. She sure she did. She, she got the werewolf sex. sex. She got, can we just for a second? She got like, uh, you know, the movie The Fly with um, yeah, yeah. What's heard his name? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he, the sex that he gave the woman in that movie, Gina is Davis. Gina Davis is probably the same sex she got from Werewolf Man. Oh, but yeah. he wasn't werewolfy right. then. You don't know that. But he had a sex he had drive. His, blood. his sex drive was very aggressive. Yeah, and like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Get it. I'm a a werewolf, it. That werewolf yeah. nut. Yeah, yeah. She was she was in a ton of stuff, but. Most of it, actually, all of it, I've never heard of, and I'm assuming it's all British because she, like, her IMDb page is like ridiculous, but I think it's all British shit. So she's famous over there. I just don't know any of that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Rick Mile, he played. This is seems insignificant, but he played second chess player. <laughs> That's his credit. Check nice. the second chess player. Yeah. So in the in the slaughtered lamb. So oh, obviously, okay. he was, okay. Yeah, he's forgettable, but he did go on to star in Drop Dead Fred. Neat. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um. David Schofield, who played Dart Player in The Slaughtered Lamb, uh, he went on to be in Gladiator, Pirates of the Caribbean, and Valkyrie. And cowards, and cowards that tell people about The Slaughtered yeah. Lamb's history. Yeah, you know yeah. that too. They played that part real well. Deep lore. Snitches yeah. get stitches. That's right. <laughs> um, just ran away too. Yeah. No. Shut up. Oh. I'm just going to run into yeah. where the werewolf. Well, there's no werewolf yeah. there anymore. Somebody had to Stay tell. Stay with the moors, you fucker. He ruined know. the economy. Yeah. yeah. You should feel bad. Yeah, well. Who else you got, Macias? All right, so last person that's interesting, I think. Frank Oz. He appears in a lot of John Landis's films, and this one was no exception. He was first seen as Mr. Collins from the American Embassy, and then later as voicing Miss Piggy in a dream sequence of David's. Hell yeah. So he does a ton of work for voice work for Sesame Street and Muppets. If he you listen to his Ms. voice. Piggy. Yeah. You can tell. If you listen to his voice, you can kind of hear like Beaker from Muppets, and yeah. like he's got a. And we're, and we're talking about the, out, the asshole that comes in the yeah. room yeah. in like, the, the hospital room and tries to yeah, get him like, to David, sign something. David, you're being unreasonable. That scene is so weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. what the fuck, yeah. guy? Yeah, you can definitely hear like Miss Piggy in his voice. That's pretty wonderful, yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. Man, Miss so Piggy. The genre is considered a horror comedy. Um that's pretty, I feel like that's pretty, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, to keep it an R rating, Landis had to tone down sex scenes and some of the gnarly undead Jack scenes. So a lot so of you're the telling movie, me there was a lot better sex scenes yeah, in this? There were better sex scenes. There were better there kill scenes, too. There uh, was a scene that showed the homeless dudes being attacked by the werewolf. But uh, give me that. I know. Yeah, Tess audience freaked out about it, so he took it out. But later, he regretted making all the edits. Of course. Was, yeah. yeah. Come on, uncut. man. It's not it's fun to water down movies. No. But it's also the 80s. I don't know. People are weird. People he, are show, he showed a freaking porn film in it. I mean, yeah. there were yeah. just tits. They shooted a porn film for it. That's that was shot yeah. by the movie. Was That's it? right. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, actually, John, that was one of my favorite parts. John actually Landis actually... Fil- directed film the the porn movie that's in the porn. Yeah. Well, how? D- Wait, uh, porn, uh, porn that's in the movie. How yeah. Hold on, they're watching porn in the porn. Yeah, no, no, no. He well, how- filmed the porn <laughs> movie that's in the porn. Yeah. Well, how do you? Sh- uh, just a side question. <laughs> how do you, how do you shoot porn? How- Great question. Yeah. How do you show a porn movie without being X-rated within a movie? I don't know. Well, there wasn't any there was dick. No penetration. There's titties. That's yes. it. Yeah, yeah, just boobies. Okay. Yeah. It's some I love por- porn. That s- fact. Por- yeah, that's that's cool. Miracle. I, yeah. Honestly. 
I love the porno yeah. too when the guy walked in and he goes, You promised me you'd never do this. And, and she's like, like, I don't even know you. <laughs> oh, that's great. He just leaves. I forgot yeah. about the that's plot so from the uh, the frame story within the porno. The mm-hmm. plot in the porno almost makes more sense than the movie. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It the movie does fun. not make much sense. It's yeah. very well contained. I love yeah. it. I believe it. Yeah, they did a pretty good job with that. So the movie overall received pretty good reviews. Surprisingly, seeing as like nobody wanted to make it. You know, initially, yeah, uh, it ended up winning a Saturn Award for Best Horror Film, Ooh. and as you know, won an Academy Award for Best Makeup, which I think is astounding. That's amazing. Yeah. Inaugural, yes, yeah. that's what I'm thinking of. Oh, so they got the first award, yeah, the first, the awesome. very first. Really yeah. cool. Uh, so the movie has since become a cult classic, and I mean, who has not heard of it? Yeah, I had always real. heard of it, never watched it. Yeah, same. Same. yeah I hadn't yeah. seen it. So I sequel. thought it was a sequel. I was like, well, I gotta watch the one in like America. America, first. yeah. <laughs> yeah well, there was really? a movie. There was a classic in like the early. I don't know. It was like the forties or some shit. But it's a little bit different. It's called America. I mean, American Werewolf in London. It's this like same premise. But oh. wait, really? Yeah, I, I never watched that. it, but. Doesn't sound good. It's probably a little bit old. different. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, so, as you know, the sequel, there's a sequel came out in 1997, which is the one I grew up with, American Werewolf in Paris. Yes. Um, after seeing this seen one, I liked it. I mean, but I grew up with it, so I think I'd like to go back and give it a watch. Almost watched that movie for this podcast. Re- on accident? Well, yeah. I mean, it's you have two cities, mix them up, yeah. and I watched Mark 1. Yeah. Oh, shit. I just well, kept thinking original, original, original. Yeah. That would have yeah. been a good foil to us. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, wait He's a second. like, what are you talking Jack's about? Jack's dead? Oh, my God. <laughs> wait, he comes back in the second one? <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, the second one is supposed to be... So I don't, I don't remember any of the plot from watching it because I was so young, but... So apparently, the story of the second one is that the... That apparently, like, they had a kid when they had sex. Uh, the nur- nurse Alice and oh, David. It's more likely than you think. Is it? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> anyway, so they have a kid, and the kid grows up to be a werewolf oh. and is the werewolf in American Werewolf in Paris. Oh, cool. Yeah. Hey, I like wait, it. is that the plot of Teen Wolf? Mm. I don't know. You happens? know what? Maybe that ties into it somehow, too. Possibly. I never looked into it. So it was announced in 2009, it was announced that Dimension wanted to remake the film. Cool. And in 2016, there was a rumor flying around that Max Landis, John's son, was thinking about remaking it. And as of last month via Twitter, he confirmed that he has completed the first draft of the remake. That's so cool. Wow. That'd be really cool to see with actually modern special effects. And it's kind of cool because you know he'll do it justice. Yeah. It's like his dad's not going to be like letting him do some shit job. Probably not. Yeah. I'm going to fuck it up. You guys ready for taglines? Oh, I love taglines. Okay. So hit me. Taglines hurt sometimes. All right, here you go. Is these, these are, I, they're not the best. Okay. All right, ready? Let's hear them. John Landis, the director of Animal House, brings you a different kind of animal. Oh, oh I see, mm-hmm. because you did Animal House, and now a different kind of No, like, I don't know. This what one's the probably the best. About? Beware the moon. That one's decent. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh. Okay, this one's like something that should be on, like, a leprechaun VHS. Yeah. Yeah. The monster movie. No, hey, that's just a that's just a fact. That's just, that's just a thing. That's just a. <laughs> All right, last one. A masterpiece of terror. That's not bad. That's, that's just not a general. As bad. These are like reviews that like fake reviews that yeah. they put on the yeah. back of the box. I These aren't real. Also. But like, I don't think it's a masterpiece of terror. Yeah, yeah. you know, no. maybe it's a blue moon. Yeah. Okay, we're almost done. We nice have a couple one. of fun facts for you guys, though. Okay. Okay, so first of all, Rick Baker had Naughton up at 4 a.m. to go to the studio and sit in a chair for 10 hours during the transformation shooting. The transformation scene took six days to complete. It took 10 hours to apply makeup, five hours on set, three hours of makeup removal, and only about half a half an hour of the footage was shot during the entire week. 
That's wow. nuts. That's pretty that's crazy. In, that's insane. I feel I also, like he had to get paid pretty well, though, to like deal with that. Yeah, I also read really quickly about that, that he had felt so badly about taking that much time on production and thought it was all wasted until he went to the screening. Like saw it. Yeah. And then yeah. He, he saw the applause after the transformation. He cried. The transformation oh scene like made my it's heart so, so it's full. Seven seconds. And That's it took that yeah. long. But it is the movie. From it's a beginning to scene. end. Like the music, the blue moon music during it, yeah. him screaming like yeah. with agony, ripping his clothes off. Yeah. Like it was just like all it was everything. I did for think me. it was Buck Wild though. How quickly he's like from chill to nuts, 120 nuts. I'm a werewolf right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Like there's yeah. no like, I feel odd. Yeah. Like I'm feeling, it's just like, holy shit. Even like the sweat on his body that yeah. was building up. Like yeah. they did a fantastic job. Like imagine like they're slowly putting pieces of prosthetics on him over 10 fucking hours. Like yeah. I cannot imagine. That's insane. What else you got? Um, so he was actually really naked in a cage with wolves when he wakes up in the zoo. That was a for real. Really? That's nice. Yeah. That's that would scary. be scary as shit. Yeah. Wow. Um, the version of Jack in the porn theater is actually a puppet of which Dunn, like Jack, the character. Wait, you're telling me that Skeleton wasn't Jack? I mean, but he was actually, he was the one that was controlling the puppet, oh, which okay. I thought no, that was, makes sense. I no, thought that cool. was really neat. Yeah, he they was, still like, use behind, him for yeah, like Yeah, that. they used him to like make the mouth move and all that shit. That's cool. Um, Michael Jackson loved this movie so much and the effects that he asked Landis to direct Thriller. Really? And that's badass. had that's cool, right? Baker be in charge of the makeup effects. So like no in shit. the porn scene, when you see Jack, he has that like greenish look to him. It's definitely very similar to Michael Jackson in Thriller. Oh, with yeah. his like monster yeah. face. I could tell that like with the yeah. makeup. Michael Jackson similar. was like, just make me a monster. Like he was like really like obsessed with this movie. He's just like, yeah, really just like make that. me a monster. Okay. I don't know. Oh, I don't that know. makes me appreciate thriller so much more. I know. Yeah. Yeah. He did it right. So in case you're wondering, <laughs> uh, there's a scene where the cat hisses yes. in her apartment. Yeah. I know you're really wondering what made that cat hiss. Was it the like werewolf? I mean, it's a werewolf. werewolf. I watched the movie. Well, yeah. no, they put another cat in the cat's face. Oh. Practical effects, <laughs> baby. Practical yeah, there right. you go. Okay, I want to talk to you guys very quickly, and I want to give you guys my input. You know the dream sequence where he's dreaming about the Nazi werewolves Holy coming shit. in? Holy shit, how Is that crazy? That? I have a theory. What the hell? What okay. the hell? Here's was, my thing. That's doom. Okay, the everyone game. thinks it's because he's, he's Jewish in the movie, which is fine. That's great. Makes sense. But also, Hitler was really a into werewolf. werewolves. Okay, yeah, he had true. this whole operation called Operation Werewolf. Really? So I think that they might have incorporated that into this movie. Like, I mean, I would not be surprised Hitler's, if like, he was involved or had a very high interest in werewolves. Because they were like, they were Nazi fucking werewolves yeah. going into his house. And you could see the menorah on the wall and all oh, that yeah. shit. But yeah. I also love the fact that it was happening because it looked like a video game to me. Yeah. It looked like That Doom. shit was crazy. I was like, what is going happening. on and then the, like the dream within the dream thing was like yeah make it stop please i know but it was i great. loved it it was so good no 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 in a good way like oh, this is freaking me out i mean okay. what other like explanation i don't know what do you guys think i think it just looked really cool 
I just think that modern medicine <laughs> has a lot of ways to deal with pain, and yeah. there are a few <laughs> drugs that he have might have taken yeah. that have affected his. There right. you go. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's all we got for our uh, first movie segment. What do you got about this real life Russian werewolf? I yeah. need to know now. Yeah. Well, last time we talked about Russia, we talked about Anatoly Moskvin. And we all and felt sorry boy. for him. <laughs> about to say, if, if I remember correctly, we actually ended up feeling bad for the guy that liked digging up dead girls and having tea parties. Um, but, let, but let's throw that Russian goodwill out of the picture because tonight we're going to go in a completely different direction. And we're going to go in a direction that might be the most notorious direction for Russian serial killers in history, if you can imagine that. Can you imagine that? I'm trying right I don't now. Know. I'm We're trying my best. Can I? Well, you probably can't <laughs> because <laughs> you, we need to get on the same page. It's really important to sometimes understand the gravity of statements like the most notorious serial killer in Russian history. So let's play a game of international death counts. Wait, is that his serial name? killer? Got it. What? The most notorious serial oh, killer no, in it, Russia? No, it's actually he might just be the most notorious. All right. Um, are you guys ready? Because you guys can I'm work. I'm ready. You guys can work together <laughs> okay, on this. No, okay. okay. I'm ready. So you guys can I'm like playing. cycle through answers. All right. So we're going to the first of three questions about serial killers. Okay. Well, it starts off of proven murders, of charged murders, of murders that aren't uh, thought about. Uh, murders actually went on trial. What continent currently boasts four out of the five highest quantity killers? Well, no, I want Russia. to say Russia. I want to say the United States. Well, Russia's States, not a though. continent. Oh, United States is also yeah, not, a it's not a continent. Europe. God, Ash, you're so dumb. So, what are you guys going to You Europe. guys have to work together. I'm not, I'm not answering okay. it for Asia you. Asia is a Someone continent. tell me a continent. Let's go with Asia. <laughs> I don't know anything about Asian killers. Uh, there's a lot in the Middle East. Are we well, talking about like, terrorism? Size. Asia's, Asia's big. I'm going to go see. All right, fine. I'm, my vote's for Europe, but for majority's sake, I'll go with Asia. Wrong. South America. Yeah, um, that's. Oh. So, yeah, it's South America. We have Luis Garavito, Pedro Lopez, Daniel Camargo, Pedro Filo collectively charged for 391 murders. Jesus. To be noted, they didn't work together, murdered in different eras, and not connected. But South America (laughs) does rule the world for charged serial killers with the serial killer count. Right. Okay. Okay, now question two. Luis Garavito, known as the Beast, currently holds a world record for charged murders. How many were charged to him? And, I, and I'll give you guys a second. You guys can be within 10. <laughs> what is it? 147. Uh, she's right. It's 138. Damn girl, so you're within get it. 10. Okay. Hold, hold on. Is that right? Yeah, yeah I looked no, him up last night. Right. W- within 10, she's right. And okay. He, okay. he claimed to have killed 300 street kids. So he might have killed more. He raped and killed oh, that's young boys. Shit. Tasty. Damn. Yeah. And Fuck. finally, do websites, like websites where I'm looking all this stuff up, do they okay. count medical professionals and pseudo-medical professionals, um, basically doctor or nurse killings, mercy killings, do they count those the same as regular killings? Probably not. Yes. I don't think so. What would. are you guys going to say? Well, remember that guy we did? But, was he, we- but was he counted? Was he counted in that? He was a serial killer. I mean, he was smothering people, but he was killing yeah, them on purpose. Yeah, but think about doctors on a day-to-day. If they, like, can't save somebody... That I don't think counts. Yeah. Okay, well, they do not. Most okay. of us have a separate nice. section that talks about medical killings over a period of time. Furthermore, Harold Shipman of the UK was charged with an astounding 218 murders. What the fuck? For, as a general practitioner... Uh, over his years as a general practitioner, but he actually is not counted in any serial killer counts. That's absurd. It is absurd. I'll, I'll agree. It's before Yelp was out when it was like <laughs> one out of four patients die okay. from this Holy doctor. All right. But all of this aside, we're discussing something very recent. Like I said earlier, something so recent, in fact, that it's still going on. 
Um, let's just jump into it. We're talking about Mikhail Popkov, known to police as the werewolf, the Wednesday murderer, or the cleaner. What do you guys Ooh, think about those the nicknames? The cleaner. What is the middle one? The Wednesday murderer. It's very specific. Yes. yes. I've got a lot of stuff going on in my week. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll we'll explain the nicknames throughout, but this story starts actually on my birthday, March 7th. Oh my God. Mm. Of 1964. Mm. When Mikhail Popkov was born in Angarsk, Russia, which is close to the Mongolian border, but even closer to the Angar River. And this isn't a small place, but it's not necessarily a populous place either. For more context, this area is blown up with HIV infection from 1999 through the early 2000s to a 10,000% increase due to the drug addiction that's going on. Yikes. Pretty crazy. And I only mentioned that because this is going to be going on during the story as far as the backdrop. But back to the story, there isn't much yet known about his early life, but one uh, unfortunate reoccurring theme for a lot of episodes is the same with this case. This person was abused from a young age. He was abused in this case by a drunken mother, Mm. and uh, he held on to that throughout the whole time, which will come up later. Um, And I think this abuse, in my opinion, really pushed him to be a firefighter first and then subsequently a police officer because he wanted to seek more power in his normal life and have an occupation that he'd be able to overpower people, if you will. Makes sense. So in this occupation, he actually ended up meeting his wife, Elena, who was also a police officer at the time and the future mother to their only child, Ekaterina. Ooh. But before we go on mushy-gushy, let's examine for a moment that Mikhail later recalled from the beginning of the relationship with Elena that he came home early from work one day and found a used condom in the trash. No, he didn't. Oh, my God. Scandal. Oh, shit. Didn't do much about it, but... In his mind, I, I think it really just further diminished his trust in women, um, okay. a view that will come in deadly in a second, because around 1992, Mikhail began to kill adult women and will continue to do so until he was arrested in 2012. So we're talking about 20 years of killing right here. That's a mm. long time. That's yeah. a, a lot. Hell of a long time. So there's a few big questions, obviously. What was his method? What was his motivation? How did he get away with it for so long? And and as you know, sometimes we make a lot of assumptions on this podcast with methods and motivations, but we're very lucky in this case because it's still going on. He's still talking about it. So let's just hear from his own words. Who would Mikhail target? This is from his mouth. The victims who were those that were unaccompanied by men at night without a certain purpose were on the streets behaving carelessly who were not afraid to enter the conversation with me, get into my car and then go for a drive in search of adventures for the sake of entertainment, ready to drink alcohol and have sexual intercourse with me. Hold up. How hot is this this guy? He was dressed as a cop. Yes. Wait, Let's, wait, 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 wait. What? He, he was dressed as a cop. He, he is a cop. So he was we'll dressed as a cop while he was doing this. Yeah. I would get into the car if I were drunk. Yeah, which we can get into. But then he luckily clarifies, not all women became victims, but those of a certain negative behavior. I had a desire to teach and punish. So you, you, after that quote, you might think, this guy is fucking crazy. What weapons would he would he use? Do you guys have any guesses of what weapons he might use? His fangs. Uh, <laughs> I wish. Maybe. I don't know. Screwdriver? Taser? He did use a screwdriver at some point. An axe? Yeah. Let's just ask him. His quote was, the choice of weapons for killing was always casual. I never prepared beforehand. Ooh. And I would use any object that was in my car. A knife, an axe, a screwdriver, or a bat. Just what? happen to have those things. Just happen. Yeah, like, what a that. cocky motherfucker. Yeah. Well, he often took advantage of the police status to convince women to get into his police car, as Masis was saying. 
I mean, a police officer wouldn't kill you, right? And he would even steal weapons nice. from other scenes to use in this. What That's the genius. fuck? From yeah. his mouth. I raided the police station store of weapons confiscated from criminals to use for my own murders. I had the opportunity to take them, and I threw them away at the crime scene or nearby, wiping them off to remove my fingerprints sometimes. So smart. I would have put them back in the like. Yeah. Walk up. Yeah, that's yeah. old blood. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, you just found this crime scene? Oh, yeah. Sucks to be you. <laughs> well, they would. the police would find bodies randomly in the woods or cemeteries, and, and they were just butchered. One had was decapitated. One had its heart out. And that's why I ended up calling the werewolf, because they were spontaneous murders in the woods, cemeteries, around roads that were just crazy. And they also called him the Wednesday murderer, because a lot of the early victims were found on Wednesday. Ooh. So nothing to do with him, just the, the when they found them. So that means he's like really the Tuesday murderer. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's a good point. Mr. Yeah. Tuesday. In reference Tuesday. to the bodies, <laughs> which were often found mutilated, strangled, and raped and dumped in the woods, this is a lot of the reason um, that people thought that he was raping people. But he said, I will say 100% that none of the victims are raped. If I had sexual intercourse with anybody, it was voluntarily. Of course. Which is mm. super debated. Mm. That's Many bullshit. people don't believe him, and a lot of people point towards necrophilia. Yeah. Yeah, Which that's is where my money is. Having sex Probably. with him after he kills them, and and while all this is happening, there's parents and friends and everyone all across being looking into these crimes. There's a lot of them happening in this region, um, but they're not doing it. They're not connecting it. They're not. They're just letting these happen individually, if you will. I will say though, he's not bad looking. No, he's a I normal looking dude. I mean, if yeah. you're gonna show me a picture, got pretty blue eyes. You're gonna <laughs> okay. hop in his car. Yeah. Or that many people are going to casually hop in his car with yeah, no like, he's fight. Be he's like got to be decent looking. He's got to be a five, but at to, least. <laughs> but to be fair, he was a cop in that car. Yeah, a handsome cop. Yeah, but but one of his victims ended up waking up and not being killed, went to the police, identified him, went through the whole process, but his wife, who was also a cop, gave him an alibi. Shut the fuck up. What no. the fuck? Uh, now they're even for that cheating thing, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the victim told the police officer that he had given her a lift, then taken her to a forest when he for- forced her to strip before smashing her head against a tree trunk. You said he was handsome. What the fuck is that? He looks like a werewolf. Yeah, he's not that <laughs> cute. Not, I look, don't think it. God. He was probably cute in 92. Okay, well, okay was, a younger version of him might have been okay because this picture, he... No, no. It's rough. It's rough. Yeah, well, before we go into the whole thing and get the conclusion later in the episode, let's recap what we know so far about this uh, sicko. He uses his cop car... And identifies himself as a protector to pick up females, sometimes from bars, sometimes off the street. Just like a werewolf. Just like a werewolf. And as he takes them to the limits of the city, he transforms into the aggressor, tears the victims apart, rapes their bodies, and returns to the family for the next workday. So one of the That's sickest a nice connection. I know. Tears them apart. How smart. One of the sickest manipulations of power that we've seen in this podcast. I don't think we've ever really talked about somebody that's been in a, a position of authority, if you will. Yeah. Um, but before we conclude, uh, Ash, can we take a break from this and really do anything else? Because this guy's a little sick. All right. Yeah. So we're going to take a break from this Russian and Ellie we knows. are going to play a little game called Yeah, that or queen. questionable or whatever, whatever you want. That's so, fine. Okay, instead of All having lovely. you guys do it at the same time, answer questions, we're going to ask you one at a time. Is it because I did so well against Macias last round? I heard that it was chaos and it, it didn't go well. It was a little bit of chaotic. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. So I'm going to ask the first question for Zach, and then Rico's going to ask for Macias. Yes. 
So, Zach, I'm going to need you to get off your fucking Google because that's I don't cheating. Have Google, that's bullshit. Motherfucker. Have, yes, can you please check? I have the auto, is he, auto is editing. He no, it's not. In all, front right, of me. all right. So, some of these might be easy because mm. we don't want you guys to like have crushed spirits. So, okay. just deal with it. All right. Fine. All right. Zach, in what time period did werewolf folklore originate? Your choices are Roman Empire. Medieval, romantic. Roman Empire. In the wrong? It's wrong. It's the medieval time period. Ooh, that's what I would have guessed. Dang, oh, dude. Okay. Don't you read a book? All right. Well, there were... There were Didn't I don't you know. watch Twilight? There's like... Whatever. I'm not going to get into it. It's fine. I'm not going to question the okay. question makers. Yes, here's your question. Okay. What is the other acceptable name for a werewolf? Lycan. Lycan is close. Is that close enough? Lycanthropy. Like, 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 lycanthropy. There we go. Okay. I'll, I'll be, hold on. Judges? Yeah, they're saying yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we got the yes of the okay. side. Okay, okay, okay. Zach. One, one down in the hole. We got this. All right. Zach. According to lore, which one of these is not a way to become a werewolf? A. Sex. <laughs> being bitten. Okay. B. Wearing wolf skin. During sex. Okay. C. Howling naked under a full moon. Which one is not? Not. Uh, I mean, I'm guessing on this one, obviously, but I'm going to say B. And You're a fool. What is it? C? Howling naked under a full moon. So you can get it by wearing wolf skin. Yes. Yeah. That was like one of the original ways. Huh. Let's okay. try it out. Well, hopefully uh, I'm going to come with upset because uh, I'm a little behind. Yeah, you're not doing so great. All right. Here we go. This is a true, true or false one. Oh, bullshit. That's a 50-50. Yeah. Whatever. You had a one out of three. That's and, fine. And being bitten was free. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Okay. True or false? Drinking water from a wolf's paw print can turn you into a werewolf, according to lore. Ooh. Shit, man. That's hard. Ooh. Good one. It seems like bullshit, but. Ooh. <laughs> True? I don't know it's the fucking answer. Weird. That is correct. Nice. <laughs> okay. Two down. Wonderful. Right. Don't know All if right, I have enough Lloyd, to make up. You're going to get this one. Hopefully. I call you Lloyd, but your name's Zach. All right. Zach. Okay, you're definitely going to get this one. If okay. you don't, you're going to have to, like, walk home. I drove here, so that'd what? be weird. But okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the car. Thank you. Rico Thank will you. take your Consolation car. Consolation prize. Um, what is the only element on the periodic table werewolves are vulnerable to? Beryllium. And silver. Way to go. There you go. Yeah. Freebie. You got one. Yeah. Nice. Struggling clap. boy. Pity clap. There you go. Got it. All right. Let's see the next one here. Name the actor that plays Teen Wolf, Macias. Michael J. Fox. There you go. Easy Thank one. Good God. Right. Zach, you're going to get this one. Hopefully. I promise. Well, I'm down too. Okay, calm down. Name the actor that played the werewolf in the original 1941, The Wolfman. Fuck me. Michael J. Fox. <laughs> it, it wasn't Michael J. Fox. You know this. I know. It's, it's Lon Chaney. Is it? Perfect. Lon, nailed it. Not Lon Chaney. No, you nailed, nailed it. it. Lon Chaney. You're great. Lonnie Cheney. Why are you giving that face? Is there a smaller Lon Cheney? Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney not play werewolf. Lon so Cheney Jr. Long, Lon Cheney Jr. We'll give you that. That's bullshit. The we'll give you that. Don't give me that <laughs> fucking title bullshit. Don't give him the pity. He doesn't deserve it. Lon Cheney Sr. is very different, but that's fine. We'll give it to you. I didn't say senior, though. <laughs> Golly, this is some bias. <laughs> What's the score now? It's, are you down uh, to still? I have no idea. I'm... I'm down. We'll tally it up at the now, end. But I okay, think. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, let's see here. In what movie do a pack of female werewolves lure men into the woods to feast on their bodies? God, Trick or it. treat. God damn Great it. movie too. We've, Great. we've done movie. that. Okay. That's unfair. Like a lamb to the slaughter. Yeah. Nice. Like a lamb to the okay, slaughter. Okay, Lloyd, Zach, yeah. you better get this one. Okay. And don't pretend like you don't know. Okay. Taylor Lautner plays a hot ass <laughs> Native American werewolf Hell in this yeah. movie. Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. I don't about. know who Taylor Lautner. Are you is. fucking kidding me? Oh my god. This is a freebie. <sighs> that hot slice of man meat? Oh, he plays one Twilight, doesn't he? Yes! <laughs> yes! Okay, I got I it. That voice. <laughs> Thanks. Twilight. <laughs> I bet that movie has a better rating than this one. Okay. Probably not. All right, final <laughs> question. And just to crush Zach's defeat since okay. you're already in the lead. All right. Uh, in this movie, werewolves are not supernatural creatures, but a product of a virus. So what movie is that? Oh, come on. Uh, hold if on. Zach gets it, Zach we can do this. a tiebreaker. Oh, yeah, I do like the tiebreaker. Oh, uh, excuse me. I'm beating him by like five to two. This maybe, one's maybe this you one's should worth get it. Uh, three points. You should get this. Virus turns people into werewolves. Yeah. It's not supernatural. It's a virus. It turns people into werewolves. That's usually how it works. <laughs> My cat's a this werewolf. This is such fucking bullshit. Think of werewolf movies. Come on. Think of like the three of them and think of the one we have not talked about. Monster Squad? No, I know it's not that. Okay. Lloyd for the steal. I actually was trying to figure out. I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Um, I want to say The Howling because I haven't seen that movie. Uh, but it's uh, not sort of bullet. Yeah, I got it wrong. Damn, yeah. I thought this quiz was going to be really easy for you guys. What was yeah, it? It was. I crushed it until I, this All right, one. we'll give you okay. a clue. Kate. Kate. Beckinsale. I don't know Kate Beckinsale. Underworld. Hot girl and hot oh, that's leather. Okay. I've never, never seen it. Katie probably Katie's won. Destroying. Yeah, Katie's yeah. doing much it's better. It's not than fair yeah. right now. All right. Well, we're going to do a tiebreaker if that's you fine. really want to make that extra point and win it. Over. That's fine. There's bonus points. For I'll this one. try. Okay, I do so concede that Macias got it better on me. Might have won, but you can redeem yourself. Okay. Yes. All right. Tell them how they can redeem themselves. Okay. The bonus round. Whoever can do the best werewolf howl will get bonus points to win. You got to commit. Do you want to go first, Macias? Sure. Okay. I got to own it. <coughs> oh, this is fun. This is good. I like this side of the table. This is but this is fun. Oh, shit. That's, that's so sucks. weak. She's done. Wait, wait, She's wait. done. Wait, wait, wait. Disqualified. Wait, done. No, on. we can cut that. We can get hold that. On. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? No, is she's that? done. She showed it twice wait, wait. now. She's done. She's Ooh. done. <laughs> That's it. It is a werewolf. Fuck off, because I did fucking great. It's My like mind a weird dog. There. Okay, great for mine. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna kill it. Oh! That's pretty. All right, that's pretty good. No, but that's I still won. Do you want to try it again? Redemption. <laughs> oh my god! I think Missy is probably still one. Okay, but yeah, but yeah, that was just, one. We really just want. At to least hear you can you win howl. with otter now. Yeah, I did get. Okay, I get some vindication from that. <laughs> yeah, I think not a total slaughter. Good job, guys. Right? All right, get, get us back to this Russian. Yeah. Okay. This very hot man. <laughs> He's super He's kind hot. of not attractive, but at all. Might have been 30 years earlier. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, so so far in the story of Mikhail Popkov, we've uh, really talked about uh, the Russian police not trusting anybody to put in any claims and him continually wreak havoc upon the female population in the area. And so far, the story has no redemption, obviously, but it does actually begin right here with the Russian police finally 
trying to search for the killer, which can you imagine? They're finally like, yeah, we probably need to search for this killer. It's yeah, probably like a good idea. You think 20 or 30 dead women. Yeah. yeah, let's do this. How many, how many Wednesdays is that? That's a lot of Wednesdays. <laughs> You'd be like, fuck, this is weird, man. It's yeah. a Wednesday lot of Wednesdays. Again, huh? So they start following up on a lead that it was likely a police officer that was pulling these people over mm-hmm. or putting them in their car. And they decide to start DNA testing every police officer that was working in that town in that time. Sounds expensive. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like 3,500 police officers in total. Holy balls. I know. Balls. So here's Mikhail on the idea of DNA testing. I could not anticipate the examination of DNA. I love I that was quote. born <laughs> in another century. Now there is such modern technology methods, but not earlier. If we have not got to that level of genetic examination, then I would not be sitting in front of you. Damn. He was eventually, He's like, damn, they got I what? They can I mean, do what did now? he not know that that's what they did? How did he not know? I think it's one of those things where it's always something that you know it's possible, but you don't know how convenient and how yeah. applicable it be mm-hmm. to a certain mm-hmm. case. But he was eventually caught in 2012 in a far eastern city that I'm not going to try to pronounce, trying to buy a car. And his DNA test c- came back positive, uh, and it connected him to a bunch of murders and homicides, and he was arrested on June 23rd of 2012. God, that's so recent. I know. And initially, after his arrest, his wife and daughter believed that he was not involved. They, he was Denial. a very dedicated family man. Tuesday's I, bowling night. You know that. I know. <laughs> and I really believe, like BTK, that some of these people, um, they have an ability to mask it over their family somehow mm. uh, and hide it for a very long time. But uh, as the case developed, both his daughter and his uh, wife moved on to other people, changed their name, moved to another city. Oh, shit. Yeah. And since 2012, he's been proven that he's sane. Like, they've tried to say that he was insane. Mm. Nope, he's insane. He was convicted on the 2015 the year 2015th. of January, <laughs> <laughs> which is a really bad way to say that, for 22 murders that he confessed to. Jesus. My God. But he said to investigators, I stopped after 2000. I got an STD from a victim. I, oh, s- I was impotent. I couldn't do anything. Yeah, poor for you. No, oh. this is not true. He lied. He kept killing at least until 2007, they say. And in 2016, they got him to confess to 60 additional murders. Jesus fucking Oh, my God. Bringing the total to 82 murders. Damn. And to prove he wasn't making it up, police had him lead him to certain grave sites. And in one instance, I read he was actually made to dig up the grave that he had actually buried. With his bare hands. No, with a shovel. Um, (laughs) And if all of those convictions hold in court, which are still happening now, roundabout way, uh, then he will be the uh, most prolific serial killer in modern Russian history, even more than Russian Andrew Chikatilo, who killed 52 people in the 80s. And although he was charged with life imprisonment for the 22 murders initially, he's about to go for the 60 murders, and a lot of Russians are asking for the death penalty, which, surprisingly enough, Russia does not have a death penalty. No shit. That's, That's right. For as much as we give Russia shit for human rights yeah. Uh, yeah. breaches, they do not have death penalty. We are in the class as the United States with Iran, China, North Korea, and Yemen when it comes to executions. Yeah, that's shocking. Kudos yeah. to Russia. Yeah, uh, A bit cu- kudos to Russia. We don't give them much on this podcast, yeah. but for no death penalty, that's uh, pretty progressive. I sorry, about yeah. your, sorry about your dude in there fucking your shit up, but... Yeah, but I mean, we haven't gone over why he would, why he would have done it yet. Um... And why do you guys think Mikhail would only kill females? He was abused, right? Mommy issues, a lot of. Basically, we're talking about a guy 
that would kill people for his insecurities towards his own relationship. He killed people because he was abused as a child from his drunken mother. And he basically called himself the cleaner because he wanted to clean the streets of people that were like his mother and like his cheating wife, which he brought Did he abuse up his trial. wife or child? So did he pick like no. certain Man. types of women? Yeah, he, he chose some women that were in the age group of his mother. That looked like her, and oh. he also chose just anybody that was out there looking like they would want to go on a sexual adventure with him. With a cop. Can you imagine me stumbling home from Milltown? That's probably his prime victim. Oh, there's a yeah. cop. You're gonna take me home right yeah, here. Show me a box seal. I mean, this guy craved power over women ever since he started being abused. So it's no surprise that that was his mo: is trying yeah. to get drunken women in his car to kill them because he wanted to, I guess, make a statement that women are bad. I don't really understand. Yeah. Um, in an equally frustrating revelation, this guy also cheated on his wife. So it's like. Yeah. What? I don't understand at all. He doesn't even deserve to be called a werewolf. No. No. Werewolves don't have any choice of who they kill, and they kill indiscriminately, obviously yeah. not cowardly. This guy mm-hmm. was dressed up, and if anything, he should not be a, the werewolf Russia. He should be the sheep in wolves clothing of Russia. Ooh, yeah. I like so that. This guy, That's clever. I like this that. Guy okay. was just Why don't you petition to get that be his yeah. new name? Well, because Call the newspapers. Yeah, that's too powerful of a yeah. cool name for him to have. Yeah. Well, our relationship with the New York Times, they're not covering this yet. So maybe in a few years, I've got some a people. year. Oh, <laughs> Travis Satan, Satan obviously yeah. has yeah. some people. I'll, I'll, I'll be known. Not and, now, obviously, but and later. Obviously, to get to all of this, it's an awful case, but we, I wanted to close um, with a mention that might be useful for some people, especially U.S. listeners. If you don't feel comfortable pulling over for an officer or if you feel uncomfortable with a police officer's car, uh, you will not be charged, depending on the state, if you turn your hazards on and try to find an area that's more well-lit yep. and you go slowly. Oh, yeah. yep. They will not I'm get mad about that. that shit. Yep. If nice. that's not possible, call 911 immediately. And according to Oklahoma City Police Captain Dexter Nelson, stay in the line with 911 during the traffic stop. You can't. You can tell the officer I'm on with 911, and most officers are not going to have a problem with you having a phone call going on at the time. Good deal. That being said, this is just the United States, and it differs within each United States state, so please confirm with your local police precinct, but generally be careful. If you think something's awry, stuff does happen, um, but as long as you're polite, safe, and courteous, real officers should understand that you're hesitant in weird circumstances. Yeah. Should. In short, For just sure. should always be on your guard and never get in cars with boys, even if they're police officers. That's Very fair. You know? That's okay. Not a good idea. Not at all. I'll remember this. Thank you. So what an episode. I feel like we... Oh, shit. It's Tuesday night. I know, Uh-oh. right? Oh, oh my the God. Werewolves are out. <laughs> what the fuck? Even knows. I wish this guy was uh, still out, maybe. But we need a lot of levity from the case that we were just talking about. And yeah. it's nice to get back to American Werewolf in London because that guy was just creepy. Uh, so, do you guys have anything else to close out American Werewolf in London? Because I think we're done with that, dude. Thank this God we're done with that, dude. This movie was fucking awesome. If you just take off your CGI lenses. I don't need your rating yet. I'm just saying. I'm asking take for like facts. Take off your CGI lenses okay. and appreciate I think you also have to turn off your brain a little bit. The practical effects of this movie. This is pre-CGI bullshit. Yeah. This is like, this is hard work. Handmade. This is fantastic. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good point. Yeah. yeah good. Like, it's, appreciate it's very, the old movies. It's analog horror. Yes. Yeah. And analog horror. Macias, did you have anything to add to the movie? Um, I liked it more. Before we go into the ratings? What? Before we go into the ratings? No. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, Rico. I think it was Scrap fun. Satan. I would just like to say that I, I thought it was fun, but did require a lot of turning the brain off to mm-hmm. not think about it too much. More privilege. Goes That's into easy my rating, for me. But yeah. we'll, we'll discuss that in a second. Awesome. Well, all that aside, uh, we're going to go in the rating. So I'm going to start with you, Ash. It's your movie. Or do you want me to go someone else? I can go someone else. You go someone else. It. It's my movie. I should go last. Yeah. Okay. I Macias, should have last say. Sit on your throne. Macias, <laughs> what do you think about this movie? American Werewolf in London, the UK, the revolutionary foe to the United States victory for their independence. What What are you saying? That was a lot. <laughs> right wow. Now. That was a yeah. lot. Oh. I'd like to review that statement. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? I initially watched this when I was having a really bad hangover on Sunday. Really bad. I had to poker to wake her I up. I literally was nodding off. Um, we stopped about an hour into it. I had to go home because I was so tired. And I thought it was kind of dragging a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then I watched the last 30 minutes tonight. And it completely changed what I think about the movie. Um, yeah. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Holy. An 8 out of 10. Yeah. Oh nice. Because... I just liked it a lot more than I thought I would. I like how it's a good mix of horror and comedy. And again, the effects are great. The wolf was amazing oh, yeah. looking. Yeah. Concur. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Liked it. Well done. Okay. Would you like me to go next? Yes. Well, we have do have a guest. I'm going to let him give a rating. We're not going to count it in our rating quite yet. Kind of fucked but up. Scribe oh, a, look how cute he is. Scribe is saying, would you look like... Look face. No, we're not counting it. But Scarlet are you saying, out of your mind? What would you say your rating was? And you can do it at whatever scale you want. They do um, one I think, to ten. I, think, I do one to three hundred. We 300. do one out of ten. He does out of three hundred. Pretty sure Ash said they wanted you to go. So I'm just kind of like going with the flow since I'm a guest member. Yeah, I want to hear it. Let me hear your my rating. Your rating? Yeah. 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 Oh, I, can I do shouldn't that. say me. I'm waiting for Ash to tell me to go. Okay. Well, I mean, that's right. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> My rating back. is last week we did Sarah Mom and my complaint was there's too much humor, not enough gore. And I ended up rating that movie 68%, which I thought was fair for the movie. But this movie has almost answered that call because it gave me just as much humor as it did gore. And it balanced it very well with really clever humor. And I love the wrinkle in the story with Jack and him being a dead person. Jack, and that yeah. Jack is war. He was so good. And yeah, lim- just, the, just the idea of people waiting in limbo where werewolves uh-huh. killed them. And yeah, I also dead. thought yeah. the transformations that Macias and, uh, talked about were really to die for. I mean, I was able to watch this movie easily with a girlfriend that doesn't like horror movies. And I was able to enjoy a transformation scene and get some humor in. I'm giving this one a whopping 234 to 300, which is 78%, and right between the rating of Trick or Treat or House of Thousand Corpses, because they're both kind of funny movies. Yeah. I like oh that God. you gave it that score. Yeah, I, I actually like the movie. So I'm overall, really happy. I was really nervous that you guys wouldn't like it. But now I'm nervous about my score. But now you have to give it something. Well, let's give Rico a hypothetical score. Yes, let's yes. add my hypothetical score. Okay. Okay. Did I like the movie? Yes. Great movie. Effects were awesome. I love Jack. Jack is probably the best part of the whole movie for me. I think yeah, I, the yeah. conversations that he had and like the tone, like the friendly tone that they kept throughout the movie. I thought it would be like a thing where they would do like a cheap, like horror callback where they're trying to make him feel bad and like scare him with the corpse. But the fact that they were friends was so cool to me. Yeah. I really yeah. Like that. And also like bringing all the other corpses that he killed all the other people to talk and the conversation they had about like, you should kill yourself. You should, you should, I don't know, take some sleeping pills, do this. <laughs> I thought that was, that was very funny. It's a philosophical question for yeah. everybody watching, to be honest. Yeah. They are also caring and like, well, not caring. A lot of people hated him for it, but I, I really like that conversation. I'm going to say six and a half out of 10. Okay. 6.5 out of 10. Like for uh, okay. plot reasons that, 
we have not discussed. Have not discussed, but it was it was it was tough following that logic that yeah. led yeah. to the love, the nurse's bedroom. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I was no, having I, a hard I, time with that. The romanticism between the movie really, uh, really cut quick. I thought somehow. it was sweet. Are you yeah. out of your mind, Messias? You have two days with somebody that you've met in a clinic and no, you're always saying I love you? you're totally wrong. You're saying she I love you. She had been taking care of him for three weeks while he was in a coma. Then they had life outside of the hospital. Yeah. Your, uh, your time period is sorry, fucking wrong. I have clients at work. I don't sleep with them. That's enough time I'm to fall in love for me. Like, it's just like super unprofessional. She took care of him when he, he was in a coma. Super unprofessional. I agree with this. Kind of oh my gosh, it's so romantic. They're you guys are crazy. Right. I feel like unprofessional no. work. <laughs> I'm not into it. But 6.5, I like that. Okay. Yeah, that's 6.5. it's not it's a bad five. rating. Yeah. Not a bad rating. Ash, what would you give it? Okay, uh, Rick Baker, fucking badass. Uh, can't get over the transformation scene and all the Jack scenes. Like, goddamn, he made this shit look so cool. Yeah. And fuck CGI. You know I hate CGI. And um, there was gore in it. There was definitely, like, lots of blood and face peeling off. Love that shit. Yeah, um, it's good. Let's see. I love London, so that felt good to see London. Um, the music, the music really got me pumped. We did not mention the music. You mean all. all the Moon songs? Oh yeah. Well, there did was a I bunch of good that? songs that movie. Every song no in the did. movie had Moon in it. Yeah. Every title of every song in the movie had Moon in it, except for they tried to get a Cat Stevens songs in it. How Moon River. No, what ah, Cat Stevens then. We're not going to go into this. What's Moon, your rating? We, can't go, no, we don't have time out. to go into it. No, we're going into we're it. Not going, God okay. damn it. It's going, we're going into it. We're oh, going no. into Deep it. Deep dive in the soundtrack right here. Okay. Um, they wanted Cat Stevens' moon shadow, but he believed in werewolves. He believed they were real, so he was like, nah, I'm not going to fuck with that. Oh, my God, because they'll come for also him. But he also believes in Al-Qaeda, and that's why he's not allowed in the United States anymore. Also, they wanted... They wanted Bob Dylan's cover of Moon River, but he was like, this is against my religious beliefs. Bob Dylan? Yes. Huh. So he wouldn't give it to them. Huh. But every other every song in this movie has moon in the title. They're fucking weirdos. That's the problem. That just speaks to what I think about Bob Dylan, period. No. There was a bumblebee in a tree in a corner in the sky. <laughs> hey, give them, yeah. I don't, I don't need a music review from you fuckers. So I'm gonna give it, I'm going to give it an eight. Out of ten with Messias, yeah, high nice. score. Wow. Well done. I just okay. like you got to appreciate the classics that made like special effects what it is today. Like the people today, they get their influence from these movies. And if Michael Jackson thinks this movie is fucking awesome and made yeah, a what's, badass what's music video, like <laughs> we should wait. That I'm pretty sure Michael Jackson gave this a ten out of ten. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, well yeah. doesn't matter what he gave it because we gave this movie altogether a seventy nine point. Three. I like that. That's, that's a good score. Which isn't bad. I, I, that's actually where I rated it, 78. So yeah. I think it actually Perfect. pulled back to where I wanted to do it. And next week's my turn. So what movie are we watching this week? Well, we're actually going to do the 2014 movie, It Follows. Ooh, that's, that's, a that's a goodie. Which is one of my favorite uh, horror movies come out in the last about seven years. Yeah, yeah. same. Same. You know? Big same on that. So here's a trailer to wet your lips before we close out. Your lips. Delicious. About being old enough to go on dates. I had this image of myself holding hands with a really cute guy driving along some pretty road. It's never about going anywhere, really. It's having some sort of freedom, I guess. <laughs> okay. You awake? 
not gonna believe me, and I need you to remember what I'm saying. This thing, it's gonna follow you. Somebody gave it to me, and I passed it to you. Wherever you are, it's somewhere walking straight for you. All you can do is pass it along to someone else. Did it really do to you? Apparently he used a fake name to rent a house in the city. This isn't real, I swear to you, this is just some game. If it kills her, it gets me. It goes straight down the line whoever started it. What exactly is supposed to be following you? I don't know. Something happened. It's not what she thinks, okay? You don't believe me. me. Everything's okay. It could look like someone you know, or it could be a stranger in a crowd. Whatever helps it get close to you. Before we get to wrap this up, I want to thank everyone. You're welcome. Uh, Actually, I'm about to thank you. I'm that. You're welcome. I, know, I know that's what you're getting into. You're you welcome. getting into it. Uh, yeah. We are glad to have you on. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, any reviews from any listeners from what your progress was on this podcast, and maybe have you back soon. Yeah, you know? I'd love to. So Been really, let us, let us know wherever you're listening from what you thought. And uh, thanks again for listening this week. We'll be back next week with I it love you, my fans. follows <laughs> and <laughs> subscribe to Satan's fans. And make sure to watch the fucking movie before yeah. we do the podcast. Yep, uh, do it's it. It's really helpful, right? Subscribe to Skane. Skane. Subscribe to Skane. That was a word. But you would agree that you need to watch the movie before you listen to the podcast. Um, you didn't do it before you came to the podcast. I'm, you did. I did. did. You watched this did. movie? I absolutely saw this movie. Yes. And you should definitely see It Follows. Yes. Because that movie is, if you have not already, because that movie is amazing. It's a really good movie. It's in clever, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So closing out, uh, we can be found on all major podcasting platforms and social media as well. You can also reach us at hornyhorror at gmail.com. And uh, if you've got any silver bullets, load in your gun. Because load them. Like and subscribe, bitch. There's a full moon coming and uh, it's coming hard. All right. Okay. Coming hard. That's it. All right. See you guys later. Right. See you. Bye.